Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Kelly Clarkson, Ice-T, Tom Hanks, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, Henry Winkler, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself, and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits, or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656. And press the number one. That's three four seven six three seven two six five six. And press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash deafentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at deafentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, with the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto, like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at tjonesgibbs, that's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a sunny 60. Degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for once again for tuning in and joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday morning or Wednesday evening, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for always showing up and showing your love and support. This week, we're going to be talking about Kelly Clarkson. Apparently, uh, you know that whole toxic work environment that Ellen DeGeneres had, was accused of a couple of years ago? Well, now Kelly Clarkson is facing the same thing, and she has reacted to that claim. Also this week, Ice-T, former rapper and TV actor, is uh, telling hip-hop artists to stay away from podcasts. I'll tell you what he meant by that. Tom Hanks thinks that AI could generally, or there's a possibility that they could appear in movies after an actor is dead. I'll explain to that. And uh, Prince Harry and his wife Meghan, this just came over the newswire. They just experienced a near uh, catastrophic car chase in New York City. So uh, that's just the tip of the iceberg. And Henry Winkler, believe it or not, was battling mental health issues after leaving the hit sitcom Happy Days. 
So uh, how's everybody doing? I hope you had a great week so far. We just celebrated Mother's Day. I hope everyone had a great time enjoying uh, spending time with their mothers. Or if your mother's no longer here or with you, I hope you had a great time remembering her as well. I had a great Mother's Day, and uh, it was all that. Just put it that way. It was all that. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, let's get to started because, uh, we you know, we only got an hour show and there's so much to talk about. Uh, Kelly Clarkson has reacted to claim that there is a toxic work environment on her talk show, the Kelly Clarkson show. Uh, it has been hit by reports that there is toxicity uh, behind the scenes and the pop star has taken to social media to react to the unacceptable suggestion from former workers on the program. Now, Kelly uh, wrote on Instagram, and this is what she said, quote, In my 20 years in the entertainment industry, I always led with my heart and what I believe to be right. I love my team at the Kelly Clarkson Show, and to find out that anyone is feeling unheard and disrespected on this show is unacceptable, unquote. Now, Kelly explained that she is planning to implement changes on the show as it relocates from California to New York City for the upcoming fifth season. A representative for the NBC Universal chat show had also stressed that the program is committed to creating a safe and respectful work environment. It's like deja vu all over again because, remember, this was what was uh, said about the Ellen DeGeneres show. And it was such a big thing that um, later on they decided to cancel um, uh, the, that the El DeGeneres show was no longer going to be renewed after its 19th season. So hopefully uh, the Kelly Clarkson show is leaving Los Angeles. She's going to be relocating here to New York City. Hopefully the work environment is a little better. And that's very important because if there's any kind of toxicity, toxicity in the work environment, that means employ, um, uh, employees can't be productive. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Ice-T is warning hip-hop artists to stay away from podcasts to prevent themselves from being taken out of context. On Friday, uh, May 12, the West Coast OG took to Twitter to advise musicians to think twice about interviews if they're new to speaking with the media. And this is what he said. He said, artists, public service, Doing interviews can be risky if you don't know what you're doing. They will talk to you for hours hoping you say one thing they can twist and hype up for clicks. Unfortunately, most podcasts have now devolved to this BS, just saying, unquote. And this isn't the first time Ice-T had pleaded with artists to move cautiously. In September of 2022, after a P&B rock was murdered in Los Angeles, the MC urged rappers to stop wearing jewelry in L.A., he said he, um, Ice T said he's done explaining about L.A. gang culture, uh, which he wrote on Twitter. He said, "Quote: MFs will not listen. It's not a game at all." Unquote. The seventh Deadly Sin rapper asserted that the new generation can do as they please. However, their downfall is at stake. Tom Hanks thinks that AI means there's a genuine possibility he could keep appearing in movies after he's dead. The 66-year-old actor revealed there are discussions going on in Hollywood to protect actors' likenesses in the wake of development being made in artificial intelligence technology, and the Castaway star is convinced audiences wouldn't be able to tell if it was really him giving a performance or a computer-generated image. Hank said, quote, I could be hit by a bus tomorrow and that's it, but performances can go on and on and on and on. Outside the understanding of AI and deep fake, there'll be, there'll, there'll be nothing to tell you that it's not me and me alone. And it's going to have some degrees of lifelike qualities. That's certainly on artistic challenge, but it's also a legal one, unquote. Now, the Elvis star acknowledged an AI-generated version of himself could end up appearing in projects that he wouldn't usually have chosen, but he's not convinced audiences will care that they aren't watching the real him. He said, without a doubt, people will be able to tell, but the question is, will they care? There are some people that won't care, that won't make that uh, uh 
delineation, unquote. And you know what? He's right. And currently um, there is a, I can't think of the man's name, he's head of a company who is uh, talking about the EI technology. He's uh, meeting with uh, Congress talking about the dangers of EI and how he's terrified what, how far AI can go to the level that it can go to. And I'm I'm you know, I'm I'm glad that he's going towards a meeting with Congress and meeting with the government because this is serious. There's been um situations just recently where they can take an artist, a musical artist voice and put it on another artist's song and it sounds just like the artist even though they never recorded together. There was no such uh collabo but it was done by uh, by artificial intelligence. And also, too, um, I think that um, we should take a look at this because also think about all the jobs, all the careers that these artificial intelligence can eliminate. You know, we have thousands and thousands of kids graduating colleges for degrees, for careers in the future, but guess what? Those same students, those kids who are getting degrees that are graduating four or five years or ten years from now, they won't, they'll have a piece of paper but no jobs because the AI technology is taking over. So we really have to take this seriously. I, I agree. We really got to take this serious. Um. Uh, Prince Harry and his wife Meghan, this just came over the wire, uh, they experienced a near uh, catastrophic car chase right here in New York City involving a paparazzi on Tuesday night. Uh, that's what their spokesperson said. The incident took place after the couple attended the 2023 Women of Vision Award ceremony hosted by the, by the uh, Miss Foundation for Women. The event was held at the Ziegfeld Ballroom, located a few blocks from the south end of Central Park, and Doria Raglan, Megan's mother, accompanied Harry and Megan. The representative also stated that being a public figure comes with a level of interest from the public. It should never come at the cost of anyone's safety. Now, Megan has been honored at the ceremony as one of, the year, of this year's uh, Women of Vision Award honorees due to her international advocacy for the empowerment of women and girls. Uh, she was presented the award by Gloria Steinen, a co-founding mother of the Miss Foundation. Now, Harry and Megan stepped away from their roles in the royal family in 2020, partly due to what they describe as media harassment, and the prince has also blamed paparazzi for the death of his mother, Princess Diana. The media is at the center of an ongoing trial involving the Duke of Sussex. He has accused Rupert uh, Murdoch, who, who owns news group newspapers, of engaging in illegal phone hacking to get information for stories. The conglomerate has tried to argue that it's too late for Harry to bring the case against them. Right now, uh, we are 15 minutes after the hour. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. If this is your first time listening to the show, thank you. Welcome. That's Entertainment has been here on the network for about 13-plus years now. So if you want to follow us or you like our show, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain one That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. That's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Henry Winkler uh, battled, didn't know this about him, he battled mental health issues after leaving Happy Days. The 77-year-old actor found international storm after playing Arthur Fonzi Fonzarelli on the long-running sitcom, but Henry had confessed to struggling after the show ended in 1984. He told the Today Show that there were eight or nine years at a time when he couldn't get hired because he was defond, because he was typecast. The veteran 
veteran actor admitted to feeling lost amid his career struggles in the 1980s. He had psychic pain that was debilitating because he didn't know what to do. He didn't know where to find it. And despite this, uh, Henry doesn't have any regrets about starring on Happy Days. The actor still has fond memories of the hit TV show and his co-stars, including actor-turned-director Ron Howard. Now, earlier this year, meanwhile, Henry admitted to being surprised by his own longevity in the entertainment industry. The actor confessed that he's still living his dream in the TV business, and he hopes to continue working in the years ahead. The award-winning star who joined Happy Days in 1973 told Access Hollywood, quote, 50 years, it is too big to think about. I'm happy that I'm living my dream. I'm happy that I'm still here and doing it, unquote. Uh, Reba McIntyre is joining The Voice again. The country star will take a seat in the show's famous rotating red chair as a coach on the upcoming 24th season of the hit NBC competition series. McIntyre, who is appearing on the current season of The Voice as a mega mentor, will be joined by season 23 coach Niall Horan, as well as Gwen Stefani and John Legend, who have both served as coaches on past seasons. Their season will air in the fall of 2023. The news came as NBC Upfront, where the singer performed her hit song, Fancy, on stage following the big announcement. McIntyre has a long history with the show and first appeared on season one in 2011 as a battle advisor to Team Blake Shelton. In February, she returned as a mega mentor to give advice to artists ahead of knockouts. The star revealed in 2020 that she's actually been asked to be a coach on the first season of the series, but that she turned it down with her spot later going to Blake Shelton. Shelton is set to leave the series when the current season wraps. So Reba is taking, uh, she's taking, she's taking uh, Blake Shelton's place. And, uh, Mean actor Mina Massad, uh, he deleted his Twitter profile after facing backlash over his comments comparing his 2019 live-action Disney movie Aladdin to the new Little Mermaid film. On Saturday, the actor responded to a tweet that shared box office projections for the upcoming Little Mermaid movie, which debuts in theaters May 26, and contrasted the numbers with Aladdin's opening weekend four years ago. Now, Aladdin, which also stars Will Smith and Naomi Scott, went on to earn more than $1 billion worldwide. The Lion King in 2019, Beauty and the Beast 2017, and Alice in Wonderland 2010 also made it to $1 billion. Now, Mossad uh, tweeted, he said, quote, Our film was unique in that audience, audiences went to watch it multiple times. It's the only way we reached the billion-dollar mark with our opening. My guess is that The Little Mermaid doesn't cross that billion mark, but will undoubtedly get a sequel, unquote. Now, some Twitter users quickly responded to Mossad's uh, comment uh, defending The Little Mermaid, which has faced racist backlash over Haley's uh, Bailey's uh, casting as the lead. Now, he has since deactivated his account. And uh, this is what one person tweeted. He, they said, quote, and what exactly did you gain from commenting this? Another role, I'm honestly still confused as to why Mina Massad tweeted this in the first place. Did he want to start a fight? That's what one person wrote. And then another account tweeted afterwards, quote, I don't understand why Mina Massad felt the need to put down The Little Mermaid when black Twitter showed up for him after he cried about being unemployed even after he did Aladdin, unquote. Now, a rep for Massad did not immediately respond to People Magazine request for comment. Uh, in December of 2019, Massad told The Daily Beat that he hadn't had any auditions since playing Aladdin in the hit Disney movie. And in 2020, it was reported that uh, an Aladdin live-action sequel was in the early stages of development uh, this past March. However, Massad was asked by a fan whether the follow-up is still happening, and he replied, very unlikely at this point. You know, he shouldn't have did that because... um, you can't make projections like that. Just because your movie deal did well, you can't say, you know, what the next movie's going to do. 
You know, <laughs> you can't say that. So, yeah, people went in on him. And and it's unbelievable he hadn't had found any work in Hollywood since Aladdin, you know. So he's another actor was kind of, it's safe to say that he was typecast as well? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to believe, but. Uh, Leah Michelle is going to miss a week of funny girl performances after she tested positive for COVID. The Broadway show official Instagram account announced Tuesday afternoon that the actress will be out of the show this week and will return on Tuesday, May 23rd. Filling in as Fanny Bryce will be Julie Benko on each day of Michelle's absence, except for the show on Friday, May 19th, when uh, Effie uh, Ardima will take on the role. Now, Michelle stepped into the funny girl part in September, replacing Beanie Feinstein, who led the musical revival when it first opened in April of 2022. Later in September, Michelle missed several shows due to a COVID diagnose. Uh, the star also took time off from Broadway shows earlier this year after her two-year-old son, Ever, was hospitalized due to a scary health issue in March. Now, uh, Michelle told uh, People Magazine that in April that her son is now doing well, but will still have a little bit of a long road ahead of them. Uh, But he's doing well, thank God, and he's healthy. Uh, The actress will continue with Funny Girl until she bids farewell to the show on Sunday, September 3rd. Michelle recently teased to Variety that she has another Broadway venture set for afterward, though she didn't give details. She just said she already know what it is, and it's going to be a very different musical. Uh, yeah. Uh, right now we have uh, 30 minutes, 38 minutes left in the show. Um, coming up, um, we're going to be talking about uh, Tupac. Uh, he's getting ready to have a street in Oakland, California, named after him. I'll tell you the details. Uh, A producer of Rust just acknowledged that the film unprecedented circumstances as they try to sell uh, the movie more than a year after that onset fatal shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. And Mel Gibson is attached to direct a new movie uh, it's going to be the first time he's been sitting been in the director's chair for the first time since 2016. I'll tell you what the new project is going to be about. And um, it's finally here. ABC just announced a long-awaited Bachelor spinoff. I'll tell you what it's going to be about. And Serena Williams will be a subject of a new docu-series on ESPN. And uh, DMX Life and Legacy will be fully explored in an upcoming documentary. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you go anywhere.
peach Drippin' weed every squeeze They from the schedule me So when we link, you know what I like T-shirt, head tight, tight, night, uh-huh Don't trip or skip to nothing If you ain't a speed I got what you need Just be patient, babe Believe it if I promise I The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now, we have 33 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from Kevin Ross and Show Improve. Before we went to the music break, I was getting ready to tell you that Tupac is set to have an Oakland street named after him. Uh, on Tuesday, May 16, the Oakland City Council voted to rename the MacArthur Boulevard section nestled between Van Buren Avenue and Grand Avenue as Tupac Shakur Way. The renaming is part of an Oakland initiative to commemorate legendary figures from the Bay Area. So far, the city has renamed streets in honor of the likes of Huey P. Newton, Dorothy King, Too Short, and Peter Van Cleef. While Tupac, uh, who was born in East Harlem, New York in 1971, uh, he relocated to California in 1988. Reborn as a West Coast native, Shakur would live in the area for the rest of his young life. In other Tupac news, Entertainment Tonight recently unearthed a 1996 interview where he revealed his plans to step away from music. The video also showed Pac sharing insights about his future in hip-hop, explaining that he wanted to double down on his acting career. Unfortunately, the I Get Around MC wouldn't live long enough to realize his vision entirely. Months after the interview, Tupac Shakur was shot four times in a drive-by in Las Vegas at the historic Mike Tyson and Bruce Shelton fight. He died six days later on September 13, 1996, at the age of 25. A producer of Russ acknowledged that the film unprecedented circumstances as they tried to sell it more than a year after the on-set fatal shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Producer Ryan Donnell Smith recently arrived at the Cannes Film Festival in France where Russ is among the approximately 4,000 movies in the marketplace. And this is according to The Hollywood Reporter. Hutchins died in October 2021 after being shot by a firearm that Alec Baldwin, a producer and star of the Western film, was handling. Baldwin claimed he was told the gun was cold, indicating it wasn't loaded with live ammunition. Involuntary manslaughter charges against Baldwin were dismissed in April but could be refiled amid an ongoing investigation. The film former armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed was also charged, and her attorney said last month they expect her to be cleared. Production for Russ originally took place at the Bonanza Creek Ranch near Santa Fe, New Mexico, and resumed last month at the Yellowstone Film Ranch in Montana. Now, Baldwin posted an Instagram photo this week from what he called the last day on set, then shared another image of his clean-shaven face, suggestion, uh, su- suggesting that production had wrapped. Uh, in October, the Russ producer reached a settlement with Hutchins' family on a wrongful death in lawsuit. Her widower, Matthew Hutchins, became the film's executive producer, while Bianca uh, Klein took over as the cinematographer. 
Mel Gibson is, is attached to direct Flight Risk. The 67-year-old star is back on the director's chair for the first time since the 2016 film Hacksaw Ridge in the new project that will feature Mark Wahlberg. The film follows Wahlberg's star as a pilot transporting a dangerous criminal for trial. Additional casting is underway, and Liongate is launching global sales on the movie ahead of the impending can market. The project marks a reunion for Mel and Mark after they starred together in Father Stew last year and previously collaborated on the Daddy Home series. Gibson has directed five movies, including Braveheart, over the past 30 years, with each one proven successful at the box office. Mel is also set to direct the fifth Lethal Weapon film and will prize his role as Los Angeles police officer Martin Riggs in Lethal Finale. He will helm the project after the death of original director Richard Donner and said last year that he is pretty happy with the film. It's finally here. After years of teasing, ABC has finally announced its long-awaited The Bachelor spinoff, which is titled The Golden Bachelor, that will feature a senior citizen as the leading man. The upcoming show is set to focus on one lucky older gentleman and age-appropriate female suitors who will compete for his love. While the leading man has yet to be announced, the new series will arrive this fall. In In the official synopsis, uh, this, this is what ABC wrote. They said, quote, hopeless romantic is giving a second chance at love in the search for a partner with whom to share the sunset years of life. The women arriving at the mansion have a lifetime of experience living through love, loss, and laughter, hoping for a spark that ignites a future full of endless possibilities. In the end, will our golden man turn the page to start a new chapter with the women, with the woman of his dreams? Now, in addition to The Golden Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise will return for a season nine in the fall. The Golden Bachelor will air on Monday night after Dancing with the Stars, while Bachelors in Paradise will air on Tuesday night. Um, this is very interesting. Um, they said that one of the the TV executives of the show told Variety that some of the casting interviews that they got were very touching, very touching. They said it's a different way of doing The Bachelor because those people are just at a total different place in their lives. And people who had hit the other end of the spectrum, who have lived their lives, they raised their kids, some have been widowed or divorced, and maybe some have never been in love. And they thought it would be an interesting dynamic through The Bachelor preem. Very interesting. It's. It's. I, I'm very curious. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch this. Uh, Serena Williams will be the subject of a new in the arena docu series on ESPN. Uh, Williams announced the upcoming program at the Walt Disney Company Upfront presentation yesterday on Tuesday, May 16th. The 23-time Grand Slam champion will tell her life story in the project entitled In the Arena, Serena Serena Williams. An official press release from the the Sports Network described the series as the most complete, intimate, and compelling account of her legendary career. Uh, Spanning the life and legend of the greatest player of all time in the arena, Serena Williams tracks Serena's personal and generational journey from phenom to icon, re-examining decisive matches, formative moments, heartbreak, and glory along the way. ESPN previous Tom Brady-focused docuseries Man in the Arena premiered in November of 2022 and won a sports Emmy for Outstanding Documentary Series. Elsewhere in the GOAT tennis star's life, Williams expanding her family. The mother of one hit Instagram to reveal that she was pregnant with her second child. The couple are already parents to five-year-old Alexis uh, when she won the 2017 Australian Open while eight weeks pregnant with their baby Alexis, who was born on September 1st, 2017. So congratulations. Uh, DMX's life and legacy will be fully explored in the upcoming documentary. TMZ No BS DMX premiere on Tubi this week. The film produced by TMZ will premiere on Wednesday, May 17, which is today, and it will cover the rise and fall of the Yonkers, New York legend, who passed away in April of 2021 due to a cocaine-induced heart attack. Uh, 
DMX is one of the rap's most iconic figures, ascending to superstardom after rising from the streets of Yonkers to the top of the music world. And despite his uh, incredible success, a slew of legal and personal problems plagued the life of Earl Simmons, which is his real name. Uh, TMZ No BS DMX presents the story of one of the most legendary hip-hop artists of all time and the demons that haunted him until his untimely death. The trailer arrival comes a few weeks after Swiss Beat celebrated the 25th anniversary of DMX's legendary track, Rough Riders Anthem, and the impact it had on both of their lives. Rough Rider Anthem was the third single from the late rapper's classic album, It's Dark and, and Hell is Hot. Uh, at the time of its release, the song peaked at number 93 on the Billboard Hot 100, but Dark Man X's tragic death in April 2021 pushed it all the way up. To number 16. And uh, Lizzo, <laughs> get this, is taking her talents to Springfield. The 35 year old is set to guest star on the season 34 finale of The Simpsons. That's right. In the upcoming episode, an animated version of the Grammy Award winning performer wears her real life clothing brand, Yee. Long stiletto nails, bold glamorous makeup, and fluffy curls. Her flute, Sasha, also comes along for the animated ride. Now, according to Fox, the episode is titled Homer's Adventures Through the Windshield Glass and finds the Houston native serving as a fictional father guide. Its synopsis reads like this. It says, Time stands still after Homer crashes his car and flies through the windshield. As his life flashes before his eyes, a magical friend, voice, and sung by Lizzo, helps Homer learn the secret truth about his uh, this marriage. Uh, in the preview, Lizzo and Homer are seen recording lines in a studio under the musical direction of Bart and Lisa. The Simpsons' Homer Adventures Through the Windshield Glass is set to air on Sunday, May 21st on Fox. Jamie and Corinne Fox are returning to Fox in 2024 for an all-new show titled We Are Family. The actor who has been recovering from an unnamed medical complication and his daughter will serve as host on the musical guessing game show. The series announcement comes days after Corinne settled rumors about her dad's health, and on May 12th she stated via Instagram story that Jamie had been out of the hospital for weeks recuperating and added that the beloved triple threat has been active and playing pick. Ball. The father-daughter duo is best known for hosting Fox's other game show, Beat Shazam, and as Fox recovers, the two have been reportedly replaced by Nick Cannon and Kelly Osborne for the series' forthcoming sixth season. We Are Family showcases non-famous relatives of celebrities performing duets w- with their uh, hidden famous family member. Uh, the show will feature a studio audience comprised of 100 contestants playing through multiple rounds of clues and gameplay to win up to $100,000, each by correctly guessing which celebrity the performer is related to before they are revealed. We Are Family premieres uh, sometime next year and will be co-produced by Beat Shadam producer Alfloff Entertainment. And CNN has named Caitlin Collins its 9 p.m. anchor. The 31-year-old host permanently takes over the primetime spot open when Chris Cuomo was dropped at the end of 2021. Her appointment to lead the prize television hour comes one week after she hosted a Republican town hall with former President Donald Trump, which drew heavy criticism to the network and Collins. During the 69-minute event at St. St. Anselm College in New Hampshire. The former White House correspondent continually tried to fact-check Trump. Uh, In turn, the former president insulted her, played to the audience, and flooded the airway with lies about the 2020 election. CNN chairman uh, Chris uh, Litt announced that Collins' hiring uh, during Wednesday Warner Brothers Discovery upfront presentation according to an open letter to his CNN colleagues. Uh, Litt said that uh, CNN is opening a nationwide search for an executive uh, producer. He also said that Collins will transition off CNN this morning, which will be helmed by her co-host, Poppy Harlow, and a rotation of CNN guest anchors. 
And the 50th annual Daytime Emmy Award is the latest televised ceremony to be upended by the striking screenwriters. The National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences, which organized the annual event, announced Tuesday that the show, originally scheduled for June 16, will be postponed to a later date. The Creative Arts and Lifestyle Ceremony scheduled for June 17 will also be delayed until there's a strike resolution with the Writers Guild of America. Now, this is not the first award ceremony to be impacted by the strike, which began on May 2nd. The live broadcast of the 2023 MTV Movie and TV Awards went belly up when host Drew Barrymore and other Hollywood heavyweights dropped out in solidarity with striking writers. A pre-taped special aired instead. On Monday, the uh, WGA announced that it didn't plan to pick pick at the uh, Tony Awards on June 11. The move could allow the Broadway-focused festival to continue with alternate plans that confirm with specific requests from the WGA. And uh, Sylvester Stallone was determined to shoot a reality show while he still is still relevant. The 76-year-old actor is the focal point of a new reality series called The Family Stallone, and the Hollywood icon has revealed his motivation for making the show. Now, Stallone, who stars on the show alongside his wife Jennifer and daughter Sophie, Sophia and Cestine and Scarlett, told Entertainment Tonight, quote, that this would be a uh, this would be great to share his uh, notoriety with a, a reality show while you're st- while you're still relevant. He said, uh, "I love my daughters, I love my wife, and I wanted to share that. It's something that I think is entertaining." Unquote. Now Jennifer always wanted the show to be an authentic look uh, uh, at their lives. Uh, Stallone hopes that fans will warm to his family as they watch the series. Meanwhile, Stallone previously promised that his marriage troubles would be a prominent part of the reality show. Jennifer filed a petition for dissolution of marriage and other relief at a court in Florida in August of 2022, but they subsequently uh, reconciled their uh, differences. And the Kardashians have been renewed by Hulu. The streaming service has ordered 20 more episodes of the hit reality TV show about the Kardashian-Jenner family after launching the series last year. Now, news of the renewal was announced shortly before the premiere of season three of the show, which is set to debut on Hulu on May 25th. The season one premiere of the Kardashian remained the most watched premiere in Hulu history. Kim, Chloe, Courtney, and Chris all served as executive producers on the show. Meanwhile, Chris previously described reality TV as an amazing platform. The 67-year-old star explained that keeping up with the Kardashians, the family's reality series that aired on E! for 20 seasons, gave them the opportunity to launch their other business ventures. Now, Chris also revealed that her family was offered a very good deal to make the switch to Hulu. Asked about the family's decision to change network, she said, quote, well, money always matters. I think that anybody would be foolish to say that money doesn't matter anymore, unquote. I always say this about the Kardashian. Whatever you think about the Kardashian, whatever you feel, uh, whether you love them or hate them, they know how to... They know how they're very savvy business women. Uh, they're constantly just rebranding themselves. They're constantly making money. I ca- I can't hate the Kardashians. I really can. Right now we have 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another break. And when I come back, I'll give you the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere. I'm 
back up to my place Sex on my you on the ballad I'm your day one We had to yeah It was magic yeah Magic grab to yeah Nasty habits take a hole when you not here Ain't a hole when you not here On the groom and you're not here I'm saying I'm That was the latest from SZA in Snooze. And speaking of SZA, uh, she continues to set records with her latest album, S.O.S., which that single is on. And her most recent achievement has broken Aretha Franklin's record on a Billboard chart. S.O.S. now stands as the long-reigning number one album by a solo woman in the chart's 58-year history, counting 18 weeks on the top R&B hip-hop album chart. This eclipsed the queen of soul, Aretha Now, which set the standard of 17 weeks as the most weeks on top of the chart for an album by a woman in 1968. And according to their data, SOS earned 56,000 equivalent album units in the week ending May 4. With SOS and Aretha now at the top of the chart, the late Detroit legend takes the third and fourth spot with Aretha, Lady of the Soul, and I Never Love a Man the Way I Love You. The top six is closed by Beyonce's self-titled Surprise Album and Lemonade, respectively. The TDE single released SOS in December of 2022, and the anticipated album was certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America weeks after it, after it was released. The Kill Bill singer has broken a handful of records with her second studio album, including precedents set by Janet Jackson, Usher, and Whitney Houston. Fans can anticipate that the SOS era to continue as the chart topper has teased 10 additional tracks will be on its deluxe edition. And uh, I can't wait. If you haven't got this album, you have to get this album. Uh, It's one of the best so far. Um, The (laughs) Little Wayne uh, left gig-goers complex after cutting his set short because the crowd wasn't feeling it. The lollipop rapper was performing the final night of his Welcome to the Carter Tour at the Wiltern Theater in Los Angeles on Saturday, May 13, when he ended his performance after being joined by Young Money record signees Little Twist, Yaj Cater, and Alan Cubas. He then dropped his microphone to the ground and left the stage, much to the shock of the crowd. Fans waited to see if it was a prank, and even chanted his nickname, Wheezy, to try and entice him back on stage. However, after around 10 minutes, the crowd dispersed and left the venue. As well as those who paid to see the hip-hop star in person, fans paid $15 to watch the performance from home. While on stage, Lil Wayne boasted that he's the best rapper alive. 
and a recent billboard featured the likes of Jay-Z, Andre 3000, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Drake, Snoop Dogg, and Nicki Minaj made the publication's 50 greatest rappers of all time list. Wayne placed seven behind the late Notorious B.I.G., Eminem, the late Tupac, Nas, Kendrick Lamar, and Jay-Z, the latter of whom was named the overall GOAT. Donald Trump has received a legal letter from, get this, the village people. Now, for those who wasn't around in the 70s, the village people was a all-men group um, who dressed in costumes from a police officer, an Indian, uh, a motorcycle ride. Well, anyway, the lead singer of the group, wife, had uh, her name is Karen Willis, she sent Donald Trump a cease and desist letter. She is the wife of the lead singer, Victor Willis, after Trump hired, get this, impersonators to perform the band's iconic song at his Mar-a-Lago uh, Mar- uh, Mar- uh, Lago, uh, State in Florida. She explained that the group doesn't wish to endorse Trump's presidential campaign. She said, quote, though my husband had publicly tolerated your client's use of his village people music, we cannot allow such use by him to cause public confusion as to an endorsement. Therefore, it is requested that he cease and desist any such further unauthorized use of the village people image in association with the song and his campaign or in his personal capacity, unquote. However, uh, Trump's attorney, Joe Takapina, he has already dismissed the letter. He told TNZ, quote, I will only deal with the attorneys of the village people if they have one, not the wife of one of the members, but they should be thankful. This is how smuck his attorney is. He said they should be thankful that President Trump allowed them to get their names back in the press. I haven't heard their names in decades. Glad to hear they are still around, unquote. Meanwhile, Victor previously revealed that he preferred to keep the village people music out of politics. Ed Sheeran co-writer has gotten his copyright victory verdict tattoo on her arm. The 32-year-old Shape of You singer and his longtime collaborator, Amy Wage, were sued for allegedly ripping off Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On for their hit track, Thinking Out Loud. But earlier this month, a New York jury cleared them of the accusation. The Wales-based Amy spent a month in New York while the court case was being heard, and both she and Ed strongly denied the copyright breach allegation. That Ed had faced a $100 million lawsuit brought by the heirs of the Let's Get It On co-writer, Ed Townsend, but heard the verdict he was in the clear on May 4th after jurors comprised of three men and four women deliberated for less than three hours before reaching the decision. Now, Ed lawyers said that the case should never have been brought, and the singer said he would be done with music if he was found guilty. The copyright lawsuit was first brought about in 2018 by the estates of the late Ed Townsend, who co-wrote the 1973 R&B classic with Gay. It said Ed and Amy copied and exploited without authorization or credit the composition of Let Get It On by, co- by copying various elements, including its melody, rhyme, harmony, drums, bass line, backing chorus, tempo, uh, and looping. The copyright infringement trial started on April 25th in Manhattan Federal Court, and an attorney for Townsend's heir argued in his opening statement that a video of Ed performing a mashup of Thinking Out Loud and Let's Get It On at one of his concerts in Zurich in 2014, which they called the smoking gun for their case. Ed responded on the stand the same day the video was played. He said, quote, if I had done what you are accusing me of doing, I would be quite an idiot to stand on the stage in front of 20,000 people and do that, unquote. Post Malone announced his fifth full-length album Tuesday morning titled Austin. The record is named after the rapper's birth name, Austin Post, and will drop on July 28, preceded by the single Morning, due out Friday. The album follows last year's 12-carat Tuesday. And along with the anticipated album announcement, Malone also revealed that the date for his upcoming If Y'all Weren't Here, I'll Be Crying tour is slated to kick off on July 8 at Ruoff Music Center in Nobleville, Indiana, the North American Jaunt will see the singer perform in 24 different cities until his final stop at San, San Bernardo uh, 
Glen Helen Amphitheater, which is going to be on August 19th. The process for securing tickets to the tour will kick off with city pre-sale, which starts today, Wednesday. Uh, it started this morning, actually, at 10 a.m. Following that, there will be additional pre-sales held throughout the week leading up to the general on-sale, which will commence on Friday at 10 a.m. As always, tickets will also be available on resale sites such as Vivid Seats and Ticketmaster. Uh, Foo Fighters has dropped their second song from their forthcoming album, But Here We Are, a bruising punk ting song called Under You with the album due on June 2nd. But they also announced a special streaming event on Sunday that seems likely to reveal this uh, still unannounced new drummer who is widely expected to be session veteran Josh Frentz. Or freeze. Uh, the band launches a massive tour, their first without drummer Taylor Hawkins, who died tragically in Columbia last year in New Hampshire on May 24th. And according to the announcement, Foo Fighters Preparing Music for Concert is a streaming event on Live Nation V platform packed with rock and roll, including debut performance of songs from But Here We Are, exclusive behind-the-scenes footage, and a few surprises, all captured in the spacious yet homey confines of the band's own 606 studio. It will premiere May 21st at 8 p.m. BS time, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 12 p.m. Pacific Time exclusively at foofighters.veeps.com with on-demand repeat viewing enabling through May 24th. Foo Fighters' upcoming tour will kick off on May 24th at the Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion in Guilford, New Hampshire. Jack Harlow is ready to dive deeper into acting. This 25-year-old rapper is making his acting debut alongside Cinqua Walls in White Man Can't Jump, a remake of the 1992 basketball film. It debuts on Hulu, Hulu this Friday. And after a screening in New York City on Monday, Harlow explained during a Q&A that he intends to make his acting career more than just a side hustle to his music. Harlow, who joked that making the Los Angeles set White Man Can't Jump felt like summer camp or school each day, also admitted that acting is way harder than music. Harlow said, quote, if you ask me, way more grueling, so I love the challenge and so grateful that this was the start, unquote. The artist who debuted his latest album, Jackman, last month shared that he found a new kind of freedom in acting that he doesn't experience in his music-making process. In White Man Can't Jump, directed by Carl Maddie, Harlow plays Jeremy, a former basketball player who struggled with his future when his athletic dreams become a long shot due to his injured knees. He strikes up a bond with Kamal, a local star player who was posed for the NBA trajectory before his anger issue derailed that plan. Harlow said he was glad his character shared much of his own personality, making the performance more accessible as a newbie. White Men Can't Jump is on Hulu on Friday. And Kim Petras is in her cover girl era. The Heart to Break singer is one of four stars to grace the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit in 2023. Uh, Petras is the only, the second transgender woman to cover the magazine in its history. In addition to Petras, um, Megan Fox, Martha Stewart, and Brooke Nader, models for this year's Buzzy issue. And on Monday, Petras also revealed that she'll release her major label debut album, Feed the Beast, on June 23rd. So far, 2023 has been a busy and successful year for the pop star. In February, Petrus made history at the Grammys when she and Sam Smith became the first openly transgender and non-binary artist respectfully to win the award for Best Pop Duo Group Performance for their hit, Unholy, and early this month she attended the Met Gala wearing Marc Jacobs. And following the success of Unholy, Petrus released the strings of singles, If Jesus Was a Rock Star, Burr, before dropping her Nicki Minaj collab, Alone, which sampled DJ iconic 1999 trance mask, Better Off Alone. And LL Cool J is set to release his first album in a decade, and the veteran rhymer has revealed its guest feature. During an interview with 93.5 K-Day, the 55-year-old named rappers uh, of different styles and sounds. Some of the feature artists will include Fat Joe, Rick Ross, Nas, Saweetie, and Eminem, among others. And outside of preparing for an album, the MC is set to headline his first tour in over 30 years with Rock the Bell and Live Nation Urban The Force. Uh, live. Uh, it's set to kick off in June. The Ode to Hip Hop also features The Roots, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Salt and Pepper, Queen Latifah, Rakim, 
Rakim, uh, Common, MC Light, Big Boy, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Ice T, Juvenile, Dougie Fresh, Slick Rich, Rick, De La Soul, Goody Mob, Jada Kiss, and more. And uh, the sun. This summer, uh, Missy Elliott will be honored at the National Museum of African American Music for their Celebration of Legend event. On June 2nd, the multifaceted icon will be recognized for her years of trailblading in hip-hop along with Atlantic Records. Post honorees have include Lionel Richie, Shaka Khan, Quincy Jones, Smokey Robinson, and the Fist Jubilee Singers. The event will take place in Nashville, Tennessee, sorry, and see invite guests from Maya Sivirong, and more. Now, the Virginia native recently made history as the first woman who raps to be inducted into the 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And if that isn't historic enough, Elliot was the first woman rapper and third rapper ever to be honored with an MTV Video Vanguard Award and to be inducted in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Her stellar career consists of four Grammy Awards as well as her record-breaking platinum-selling album, including Super Duper Fly, This Is Not a Test, The Real World, Miss E, So Addictive, The Cookbook, and the two-time multi-platinum album, Under Construction. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Make sure you stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.